Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Two way to your watering hole. Hey y'all. What up, y'all? Hello, hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of ATL Watering Hole. What up? What up? And on this episode, we have our good friend and special guest, Mr. Ben Robinson, the third, apparently, because he got that in his little. That's the third. Not the second, not junior, not senior, the third. That's what we want you to know. I am the third iteration of Ben Robinson. You put some good (laughs) on that name. I like to hear that. All right. So, Mr. Ben, tell us about yourself before we get going. My name is Ben Robinson, the third. I moved down here in at the end of 2018. I did nine years in the corporate space and I turned 40 in 20, 2018. And I was like, it gotta be something better than this because mm-hmm. this ain't working. So I quit my job, I packed up everything I own and I moved to Atlanta. And in that time I have found employment primarily as a bartender and as a writer. Mm-hmm. I have written a few things. I produced a short film. I've written two series and I wrote a play. So I'm now in the process of this entrepreneurial life, which is not for the week. It is no. It is not for the week, but there's no other alternative for me. So even when it's like really dark and it gets kind of like, you know, how I'm make it work, I just make it work. So I have no yeah. choice. So that's where I'm at. Where did you say you moved from? I missed it. I'm from Philadelphia. Philadelphia, okay. Is that brotherly <laughs> love? Am I getting that right? No, no, that's it, that's it, that's it. Okay. <laughs> as long as you don't tell me you're an Eagles fan, I think we can make it through this segment. I, I have really enjoyed this conversation with y'all, and I guess you know. It's <laughs> you gonna head out like SpongeBob? Okay, well you know. Eagles fans, Sixers, <laughs> all Philly teams, baby, all Philly teams. I don't have no choice. We them no boys for life, so I don't really know no. where no. this is about to go. But well, I mean, I'm from Detroit, and I I got the Lions to compete with, so. Boom. Yeah, I, yeah, ain't nobody. I, really I do myself, so not not at all. All right, well, we'll get right into it. So we've got some good topics. Um, you know what? I just completely forgot that we're supposed to be doing our it's a vibe. So we're just gonna tackle no. that. I, I, I no, we're not. No, we're not. You want to pull up an it's a vibe real quick? Cause you know, <laughs> I'm always good for an assist. We did say that we were gonna talk about Bill Russell. He just passed away just recently, but hopefully if you're mm. familiar with anything to do with basketball, you are familiar with Mr. Bill Russell, who mm. was with the Celtics for 13 seasons and he won 11 championships out of those 13 years that he was in the league. How did he pass? They didn't say. The NBA has recently retired his number six jersey across all of the teams. And they did a jersey hanger with all the number sixes. I thought that was really cool. That's awesome. They also, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. After the finals, an MVP is chosen for defense, I think. And it, I believe it is called the Bill Russell Award. That would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay, so and again, I'm not I'm not all up on all of the terms. My son would probably fuss me out for not what I'm talking about. But the point of the matter is that Bill Russell is our It's a Vibe. Rest in peace, sir. You've done amazing things for the NBA. And, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of basketball players look up to you. And so that is a whole vibe. Absolutely. Absolutely. And along those same lines with the sports, I think our It's a Vibe should also be shared with the Miss Serena. Oh, my God. I love you. She was our vibe before. But she, yeah, she but see, now she got to be a vibe again because her legacy yeah. is coming to an end. So, Miss Serena Williams, we salute you. Absolutely. We thank you. 
the world is forever changed for what you brought to the game of tennis. You know Absolutely. that. Um, yes. Because Absolutely. people like me who never watch tennis, we're watching it because of you. Absolutely. So thank you for your time. I think she left, of course, as I no less than I would expect with style and grace. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and it's not a retirement, it's an evolution, as she would call it. Yep. And I think she played her last match in Canada somewhere. I thought she was in the U.S. The Open. She's in the U.S. Open, Canada. I don't oh. know what the... I, I think she was in Canada. I watched her do an interview saying that this was her last game. And a lot of the Canadian fans were so excited because she shared with them ahead of time that she was leaving. And therefore, they knew that they were watching kind of her send off. So I guess that was her last game in Canada, but the last thing that she's going to be doing is the U.S. Open. But don't you have to make it to the U.S. Open? Because I don't think she won that match. I think it's separate because they're all different tournaments. You got the French Open, Australia Open, U.S. Open. I don't think you have to win one to qualify for the next one. You just go into the next tournament. So this is going to be her last tournament, I think, and then she's done after that. So... So there's going to be like a, a big thing when she like retires, when she has her actual last game, it's probably going to be like media coverage like oh, crazy. Oh, absolutely. Like crazy, yeah. Absolutely. Twitter probably yeah, is going to be going crazy. Yeah. They were really covering this one like that was it. So that's interesting. <laughs> and I haven't seen any of that on Twitter. I, but I know they said That's why that I brought it up. Okay, got Well, it. maybe. I guess we'll stay tuned. But either way, she announced her retirement and we right. um, appreciate everything that you brought. Yes, yeah. I mean, we, we have a Naomi Osaka without her. We have a Coco without her. Some of the big names. I know there's another young lady. I think her name is Sloan, who was yeah. very good. Well, she the one that said this, the thing about the check. She's like, well, honey, when they showed me the check, I think yes, that was her. that was her. That definitely was her. So, hey, show me the money. So, yes, that is awesome. That is a whole vibe. Um, So, we'll go right into our next topic. So I wanted to do a, something a little bit lighthearted before we get to arguing like we are, you know, debating. Oh, Jesus, here we go, yes. With the millennial oh, stuff. Ordering home. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> he is ready. ready. He is ready. So I want to talk about some of our, the TV shows that we grew up with and whether we feel like they have aged well. Like we can still watch them all day long. This topic was meant for me, I guess. I think I am one of those people that sit up and watch reruns like they're new. Yeah. Yeah. You see something new every time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so who wants to go first? Which which show do you want to... Sister, sister! Sister, sister! I got my own mind! I I did my own own style style and my own tie. Y'all know it! (laughs) And the reason you know it is because it has aged very well. It, that second intro, no, no, that second <laughs> intro, like when they were grown and they were finally getting some and they was in college, they was like, uh-uh, fuck this old intro. <laughs> yeah, and they turned it like, up. Yeah, some the shit dirt and the tube top, I was like, yes. <laughs> they had dance moves and everything. Correct. And I'm the <laughs> only reason why I watched Sister Sister was for Marcus Houston. That's Ooh. it. That was it. Immature was, I had the museum now, of immature. In my, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> my entire room was covered in immature posters, okay? I was obsessed. Do you hear me? Literally obsessed with this young man. And so, like you said, it has not aged well since, you know, the B2K drama and nah, 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 Raz nah, nah, B. Nah. And... I'm going to tell you like Tia and Allegedly. 
go home, Roger. I'm going to say go home, EJ, because it was clear that the show was about so much more than Roger. Okay? That's what I watched for. And if I mean, that's what you watched I'm just telling you. You missed it. Get into it. Okay? I mean, Play that back. They had Bud. And Bud. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm okay. just saying, play that back because you, you're getting this one wrong, EJ. That's still I, good TV. I have not watched it again. You need to. In the in the last couple of years. Every time I see it, I just skip it. Now, okay, so since you brought up Sister Sister, that brings me to Moesha. Moesha has not aged well for me. I can't watch it because it's too many dead people on there. So when I be um, watching it, it's just like when I watch the Parkers, it's like, damn. And dead on the Parkers? And um, Dale is Andale. gone. Lamont, who played, uh, oh God, I can't remember what his name was on the uh, show. Uh, oh, Hakeem. Hakeem. Hakeem, yes. That and was her Tommy like, best friend. Martin. And Tommy, Tommy from Martin. Martin. Yeah. Hey. Tommy was on was the Parkers? Yeah, he was Kim's dad. He was Kim's he dad. Sure he sure was. was. Kim's dad. He sure yeah. was Kim's dad on Parkers. Yeah. But um, Moesha, the one episode that annoys me is that episode when she wanted a car, right? Yeah. And she couldn't get the car that she wanted, but her dad worked at the Saturn dealership, right? Okay. So he was going to give her a brand new Saturn, and she talking about that wasn't cool enough. It wasn't representative of her. So yeah. she turned down getting this car because she couldn't get the Jeep that she wanted. I'm just like, I don't I don't see that. Mm. Who is, I don't care what kind of car it is. If I'm, if I'm riding on the bus. Do, does it drive? Does it does park? It that's why, so that's why you think it doesn't didn't that, age that is one of one of many things, but that's one of the episodes that sticks out for me as to why Moesha has not aged well. Okay. I'm pretty sure a lot of children are giving ungrateful, which is what that episode is about. Um, and I think that's is. pretty on point with what we yes. live in. That you would but, rather ride the bus than to have any car? I mean, these kids that nowadays would rather take Uber than have anybody's license. I'd be confused. I'm really confused. Yeah, uh, I couldn't wait to get my license. I did, me even either. if it was Uber back in the day, I'd have been like, nah, I'm trying to. I'm still gonna Fuck need that. Car. Exactly. <laughs> At 15, I was there with the permit. Then I was there for the driver's ed courses. I'm like, because as soon as I hit 16, I'm out. I don't know whose car I'm out in, but somebody got something. Exactly. In the country, you could get anybody's vehicle. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> sorry if y'all listening yeah but you could you could get the keys like it wasn't nothing um so yeah i didn't care long as yeah, i had and then license. i felt like moesha now, was just she was in everybody's business like it was she was doing a lot she was nosy as hell was nosy and she was an instigator she'd be like kim why don't you drop the cookies like oh no yeah, Moesha got on my nerves, okay? Okay, so mine was Sister, Sister. Yours was Moesha. I said Sister, Sister, it's timed well. You said it that it has not. Moesha, you say it has not aged well. I'm inclined to possibly agree. I haven't watched it lately. And so, Ben, what's your pick? Mine is always and forever living single. <gasps> I... Living single yeah. is one of my favorite, if not... Now I ain't on front. Like I, I watch a lot of TV growing up, so like I have a multitude of shows that I love, and they range from like white shows to black shows, or just fucking shows. But Living Single. That's epic. Epic. I already know what you're gonna say. It has aged. Yes, well. it has it like aged. a fine wine. Excellently. Uh, like I a fine wine. We all there, agree. There's nothing problematic, and even I'll even give them this: in either the second or third season, they reunited. Pam. And Charmaine 
in an episode where uh, Charmaine's character was getting married, but she was a lesbian. At no point did they make it problematic. At no point did they make it like a character or a stereotype. It's just a good episode, and it still stands up to that. So the things that they were doing, they were making classic TV. Didn't even yeah. know they were making classic TV. It was just classic TV. Yeah. Awesome. Agreed. I can sure. literally watch it and play it all over again. That's that's just one of my favorite living, living single, which brings awesome. me to my other all time has aged well, except for one episode, A Different World. <gasps> oh, A Different World was for the culture. It has Ooh, definitely aged. Well. My God. But, mm, which which episode is it? Which episode? Which episode that I don't like? Is it the rape episode? No. That's okay. no. The episode that hasn't aged well for me. Is with uh, uh, Whitley and Dwayne at the altar. I cannot stand that episode. I just can't watch it. It's the I best just... episode ever. Oh, I know. I, I was like, it. that's everybody's favorite episode. It. EJ, what the hell? Hey, <laughs> I just, I feel like if I was your boy and you did that to me, I would have had to put hands on you. It's just, there's no way I'm walking out and you could have said this yesterday. Don't you don't embarrass me on my wedding day. Don't so you so wait, whoa, 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 whoa. If you're Whitley, you putting hands on him, or if you're Whitley's <laughs> beyond I, I'm Byron. Like, I'm putting hands on Dwayne. Byron, okay. Byron. Yes, they did Byron dirty. That's what that's what turned him into who he became on scandal. I mean, that's true. I, I thought the same thing. I all mean, these decades later, like, okay. all these decades later, like, he's still holding on to that. He is upset. That's why he's killing all these folk. <laughs> It was so bad, they just left. It's not just, like there was like a resolution. It was like, all right, well, he won't be with her. That's cool. Oh, and just left. Just left. I just I can't. I feel like they allowed Byron to find him his true self. Because let me tell you, that role wasn't for him. He was never a good guy. Byron <laughs> is way more believable as the role he played on Scandal. Those lines were epic. But the oh. way he gave them, oh. gave the show life. Okay? Yeah. Olivia Pope's daddy, there will never be another. Her dad yeah. and her mom had the best script of the show. So, I mean, yeah. he, I mean, I love monologue for days, and it would just get on my nerves. Oh, they were they, they all had monologues. They all had them. Like, every last one of them, at some point during the episode, they would get a monologue. Like, but oh, his man. was epic. Like, they I remember, were. man, yes, he was the only one that could get Olivia together. So, that is true. Okay. All right. All right. And I guess we, we could do about two more shows and then we'll go into the next topic. But I, okay. Now hear me well, out. You don't get another show. Oh, don't pick you don't get your two. My bad. My bad. It's Dan's turn. All right. <laughs> well, I was waiting. Y'all didn't say nothing. Y'all went to your two. Y'all took too long. You did not. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I ain't going to monopolize and satellite it. Okay. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. My other one, Always and Forever. I don't care if it's A's well or not. Girlfriends. I love mm. girlfriends. I will forever love girlfriends. See, this conversation was for me. I think I'm going to agree with everything because I sit and watch reruns every night. Um, yes, yes, a thousand times. Yes. Got on my last nerve. They got on all our nerves. Oh that was the show. That's they got on all our nerves. I don't know. They were like people we knew. It was like, Joan, what the fuck is wrong with you? Tony, look, stop. They were like people we knew. First yeah. off, EJ, you uh, split. When the last time you rewatched this? Because I, not too long. When it when they when they brought it back it on for Netflix. the reruns, I watched the whole thing. And I was just And you like, weren't getting your entire life? I, I I realized why they got on my nerves then. Why? What was it? What was I just it? first of all. Tony Child was so backstabbing to me. I would have had to put hands on her. 
Like, there's no way. And then Joan was so annoying. I just couldn't have been friends with her. I don't see it. Jo- Joan was annoying as hell. I just couldn't Joan see was it. very annoying. Tony was very unreliable. But I think that the thing that makes the show beautiful is that we all know people like that. They mm-hmm. gave it to you on steroids to prove, a, you know, to, to, to really drive the point home. We all know a Joan. We all know a Tony. Oh, I'm trying to know, know a Lynn. We all know a Maya. I do yes. know a Lynn. Everybody I do know knows a Maya. You know a damn Joan. Everybody knows a Maya. Everybody, anybody black know a Maya. Because everybody knows Maya. Yes. That was like, I had a baby young, but fuck this. I'm gonna be successful. EJ, you know a Lynn. I definitely know a Lynn. And you know, you know all of these women. I, mean, I know them, but it's like when you see them on TV, it makes you just want to just like, Friends. ah, like I don't understand it. Why are y'all like this? But that's just like the range of good acting because you see her as Joan when she real whiny and crazy. Then you see her as Rainbow Johnson. It's like, yo, she can really act. She, yeah, she really can. Actress. Shout out to you, Tracy. Oh, William yeah. has Girl. not aged well. No, William you. looks bad. I don't know. Uh... He I mean, William bad. was never the finest. I mean, he wasn't fine on the show, but at the same time, I just, I, that wasn't on my bingo board. That's how he <laughs> come out. But I fuck like, with you, Big Willie. I no, fuck with you still. Before your personality, for what's board. in here. Okay, <laughs> for what's on the inside. Mm-mm. I fuck with you, Willie, but not because yeah. of the look. It was never the look for me. Um, he was cool. He was, yeah. he was a cool guy. He was a really yeah. cool guy. I love Joan, and I can appreciate Joan because she was the attorney on the show, and she always makes me think to myself, okay, Luana, are you having a Joan moment? Like, can you really just dial it back? Because you don't want to be what you saw growing up. That's why they put it on TV for you, so you could check yourself. All the black lady lawyers, we get a bad rap on these sitcom, like on these TV personas. I hate it. Mm-hmm. So I watch them like the Mollies, the Jones, you know, yeah, the um, yeah. Maxines, all of that. Yeah. I watch it and I'm like, okay, I see pieces of me and all of these, and I'm going to pick the pieces that are hopefully the best, put them together and be the best lawyer lady I can be, lady lawyer I can be. But my fight, I'll close it out. Close it out. With my second one, and it is. Martin! Oh my God. I'm the man. <sighs> hey, yes. That is like my favorite show. When yes. I tell you, I can put on almost any episode and cry laughing like I have one never seen it and like two, it happened yesterday. I die. At I mean, that there's show. so many funny episodes, but I think that <laughs> episode with the, with the damn. Uh, CD player, and he had that dog, <laughs> and he thought somebody stole something. That's not my somebody knows something. My favorite, my favorite one though, is when they went on that damn vacation, and they got damn like furry animal came out of nowhere, and he was trying to girl. I like, I mean, I like cry real tears, yeah. That ain't no damn puppy. That ain't no damn. <laughs> <laughs> and there, therein lies my point. Point made. Okay, when you can remember the quote, that's good TV. That's yeah. aged well. Yeah, it has okay. aged well. I will have to say we can do this all day. I mean, we might have to do a part two because I, I, there's like four or five more that I feel like have aged well, not aged bad. So. But yeah, the ones that age bad. But I'll come back for that one too. Yeah, we definitely have some yeah, ones. You were just supposed to pick the show and say which one you thought, which way it went. Right today, like you can still watch it all the way through. Oh my gosh, we like I said, we got so many. Do you think 
that the shows that we currently have are, I guess, doing the justice from what we've had before in Black TV? Not at all. Not to me. I can't name a Black sitcom that I'm like, this is going to go really well later. I know a lot of people love Blackish. I like Blackish. I don't know that it's going to age well. Mm -hmm. It's one of those in the moment funnies, you know. I, I okay. Agree with that. Um, I think there. I remember there was a time where we ain't have no black TV, like we ain't have no options. It was probably like around like the early aughts and maybe like the early tens. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a whole lot of our representation on TV, so it's good to see black people on TV. I don't know if it's going like stand the test of time like these other shows because mm -hmm. these shows were written from a perspective of like. It just has to be funny. In is what uh, say Blackish came out in like twenty ten. Let's say it's like twenty fifteen. Mm -hmm. It's ten years later, and they talking about like smartphones or something else. It's not going to age well because the technology is always going to change. Yeah. So it's going to be dated just because of the way it flows. It will be dated. I think so. It will be. Dated. Yeah. All right. So like with Insecure, do you feel like Insecure is going to age well? I think that will. That will. Yeah. I think sure. that will. That's a good example of one that will. Okay. All right. Uh, and are you watching her new show, Rap Shit? I haven't no, watched it. Actually, I haven't. Is it good? So far, so good. I, I like that they're different people that we've never seen before. And the acting is really good. So what okay. I love about Issa is that she's giving other actors and writers a chance to show what they can do. So that's what I love about um, where this is going. Obviously, Issa Rae, if you're familiar with her, she's done the Awkward Black Girl series that was on yeah. YouTube. This is going to be your origin story, Ben. I'm waiting to see the rise. You're going to see I'm some web series. Next thing <laughs> you know, I'm like, I knew him when he was one of the little people. And, and, and he I got ladies. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm waiting to see. I, I love know? a good origin story. It show you from the bottom and now we're here. That and when you need to cast your black lady lawyer, we here. I will come every good show that I have. And my sister is also a lawyer, so I got three black lady lawyers in my life. Shout out to my sister Debbie. Yes. Yay. I'm covered. I'm good. I know y'all not gonna let me We got your back good. front and your side. Yeah. Listen, yeah. and I got y'all back as well. You need yeah. something, I got you. How yeah. you need some All Southwest right. syrup? All right, got you. All right, so that takes us to our next topic. Now, this might cause a little argument. I don't know. It just depends on how mature y'all going to be. Here we go. You know? Let me drink some water and not mind my... Just get yourself... You know, I don't think it's going to be that bad, though. I, this is Because, again, we are asking for perspective from the men, right? So I was listening to this podcast, and they were talking about millennial men. Mm -hmm. And so the young lady was saying... <laughs> I forgot we're recording. <laughs> okay. I'm listening. Okay. The millennial man, right? And she was saying that she notices when it comes to men and I guess commitment, settling down, marriage, is not so much about the one. It's more so about a matter of timing. So like, for instance, you could be with the one but it's just not the right time y'all break up for whatever reason and then the next girl that comes along all of a sudden it is the time and mm. x might find that y'all are engaged or whatever and she's feeling some type of way because why wasn't it her you know what i mean mm. simply because mm. 
it's a matter of time more so than the one and that women tend to focus on the one all the time whereas mm -hmm. men it's just like okay home just got married all, all my friends is married okay so i probably need to go ahead and do this i need to settle down too mm -hmm. you know or they reach a certain age where they're ready to finally be a father or something like that mm -hmm. and so i was just kind of curious if you agree that it's a matter of timing more so than anything no i will say that for the most part because i'm like i'm older so i'm 44 so like I've been doing this adult thing for a long time and I've known friends like one of my friends is on his second divorce. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it has anything to do with timing. I think it has everything to do with for men, what you feel in that moment. Cause you know, we're, we're visual. We like what we see. Mm -hmm. And if what we see somewhat matches what we like, it's kind of like, I gotta lock it down. Like I, this gotta be mine. Even if it's not like the right choice. So I think, on one side, it is like just wanting what you want at the time. Mm -hmm. but also another another side, it does have to do with aging. Sometimes mm -hmm. you don't want to be out here, you know, doing all the whoring, and you know, get bored. It gets it gets it's boring after a while, especially <laughs> like when you like. Yo, man, are you married? I am not married. Are you married? I'm not married. Okay, I'm single. I was in a long term relationship for like three years, and it was not good. So mm. I have been taking my time. And also because I'm older, it's not like I don't want to just jump back into anything else. So even if it means I never jump into anything again, I'm cool with that. But I think a lot of people, they want something to, I guess, like bandage the feelings of not having somebody be there for you. Because mm. it's easier sometimes for some people to at least have a body there just to say they're not alone. Mm. Absolutely. Drake said it best. Don't nobody want to be 70 and alone. And I second that mm -hmm. notion, Drake. Hey, boo, if you listen, she go. If you a bird, we can be 70 I'm together. And you ain't got to be alone, and I ain't got to be alone. I'm just. <laughs> if you a bird, I'm a bird. I'm a bird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do agree. I think people do sometimes want a warm pulse because they're they're tired of being alone. I don't think that life is a single player game. I do think you were meant to go through it with a companion. I I, I think it's a two part, two person job at minimum. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a jungle. It's a struggle. So I can definitely see getting to a certain age and feeling tired. Tired mm. in the sense of it's got to be perfect. It's got to fit this box, this list, this descriptor. It's got to feel, tingle my soul. I can see myself getting way over that way quick. In fact, I see myself getting there at about 69. When yeah. I turn 69, 69, you guys don't ask any questions about what happens when I turn 69 in April and I'm married in July. Okay. Don't worry about who he is. Don't worry about where he came from. Remember this. Remember this message. Remember this. Don't play this back okay. at the wedding. With the big three. No, don't yeah. play it back at the wedding. He might be in love. <laughs> This might hurt his feelings. Don't play it back. You just know what it is and don't ask me no goddamn question. You know what the hell. You know why. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think back, like, for instance, with my brother. He didn't bring too many girls around, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so when he finally did, like, introduce the the girl that he's now married to, I pretty much knew that that's what it was because, like I said, he mm, 
I didn't know too much about how my brother moved as far as dating was concerned. I didn't really, yeah. didn't really talk about stuff like that. It was kind of like, you do you, I do me. You pick yeah. your trash, I pick mine. Again, it was like he got into his 30s and then one day he was like, okay, I think I'm going to marry this girl. I mean, that happens. That definitely happens. My cousin Troy, uh, he's going to see this and he'll laugh. He'll, he'll love this. <laughs> Troy was a hug. What's up, Troy? What up? He was um he was knocking him down. He was knocking him down. He was having a good time. And then he was like, you know what? I just met this girl. She's really dope. I just want to marry her. I want to have kids with her. So he did that. And he was in his 30s. He, I should, and I have to say he was in his 30s. He, he was, was in his 30s. Okay. So it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I think about mid-30s is where I would say it, it tends to hit men. If they're going to be on a time window i think right. that window starts to to close when they start hitting their mid-30s they start thinking about it differently it's it's around that time like a, a lot of brothers uh you know those that like aren't marriage focused or like family focused like when they're younger mm -hmm. it hits them a little different like because all your homies is having kids like they getting married they get into these relationships they settling down and you looking around it's like well, you know i'm in my 30s maybe it's time for me to do something different mm -hmm. and i think i had um the majority of my relationships, I had one when I was in my 20s, and then I had, like, two when I was in my 30s. I am still zero in my 40s, which is fine with me. I'm good with that. But I would say, like, 30 is around the time you kind of start thinking, like, oh, you know, maybe it would be nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, so right. I would say that. I would agree with that. Yeah. So that kind of makes me think back to Lori Harvey, right? So yes. she was just in this dating relationship with um, Mike B. My should have mm -hmm. been boo. We, we don't worry about that. And I just kind of feel like by him being in his mid-30s, that's where he was at and just Lori wasn't, right? Being 25 years old, it makes sense that she would not, you know, be ready to move. But, you know, when a lot of people were thinking like, Mike B is going to be the best that she's going to get. And yeah. so they were kind of surprised when she was just like, no, nah, I'm not really trying to do that right now. And so I had a like a higher level of respect for her, even though she's not one of my favorite people. But I don't know too much about the girl. I just kind of feel like I like the way she moves in a sense that she does not do stuff that does not agree with her just because somebody asked her to do it. You know what I mean? Assuming yeah. that that's what happened. I yeah. just feel like a lot of times, to Luana's point, we're checking things off of in a box, but it might not still be the right time, even though it's on your list. You know what yeah. I'm saying? There's still things that she might want to accomplish before she's ready to take that next level, even though, again, you know, Mike B is in his 30s, so he's ready to do that. Whereas, again, she's only 25, so she's still got a lot more to learn, more to live. And she said who she was at 21 is now who she is at 25. I think yeah. back to that. Yeah. That's true. That's what? I was yeah. 20 years old with a kid, and I, I definitely didn't know what the hell I was doing. So now yeah. I'm thinking, like, yeah. I'm still figuring it out here at all. 40 years old so okay. I couldn't imagine you know I guess at 25 trying to someone asking me to marry and I'm still you know kind of figuring things out you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. things were moving a lot faster for me because I had a child it was you know responsibility and things like that so it just accelerated I guess some of the decision making but at the same time I still was not ready you know but it was well I will, I will say this like as the resident old head I will say this <laughs> we all, like when we young we like, because I, I saw that same interview because I had to write about her um, last week. She did the interview with Tiana Taylor. I wrote about that. She said, I'm not the same person at 21 and I am at 25. And she said it with such confidence, like 25 is this big number. And when she said it, I was like, oh, baby. Oh, Lord, you don't even We're know. We're still not who you're going to be. 
yeah. it never stops. That's the one thing that I've learned. After I hit 40, it never stops. It's not like you get to 40 and it's like, oh, now I got it all together. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. You always want to want something out of life. So to see her grow from 21 to 25, it's a beautiful thing. Because a lot of people is 25 just running around fucking everybody. She like, nah, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to get myself together. I don't want to just be in anything. So she's on the right path. But it never stops, though. It never stops. That is true. That is true. You oh, are yeah, absolutely correct. Sure. It does not stop. Because even when you're in a relationship, you're going to be evolving. Yep. The people you were when you first got married is definitely not going to be after 25 years. You're going to be completely different people. So exactly. I guess that is something to keep in mind, that to think that, you know, at some point you're going to be, I guess, a different person, which you are, but it doesn't necessarily mean that a relationship can't fit into that. I just think at 25, she just still wants to accomplish some things without having it be tied to a husband, I guess. And there's nothing wrong with that, especially somebody that's 10 years older than you, because he's going to be looking at different things. He's trying to slow it down. He's like, yo, let me, let's have a kid. And she's like, no, you know, it's happy hour, nigga. And I think it's a case by case basis because some people do need that gap and it works just fine. You know, back in the day, 10 years age gap wasn't anything. In fact, when I was growing up, my mom, that was her guidance to me. Always date older, Luana. Date older because I know my child. I had you at 40. You're an old man's baby. You act like a granny. I do. I watch the Golden Girls. You know, like I. A soul that has aged well. Hello. Come through. How did we not say Golden Girls? Um, <laughs> I thought we only had to talk about black shows because I would have said that one first. <laughs> oh, I mean, no, it could have been any show, but definitely Golden right. Girls. I could watch that all day. Play it back. Yes. So I say all that to say it, it, it's a case by case. You have to know yourself. I know that typically me and a younger person aren't going to be looking at the same thing. So sometimes that 10 year gap works. I also know that even with the 10 year gap, I wasn't ready to be married at 25. As old acting as I am, I wasn't ready to be a wife. I didn't even know what that meant. Although I knew how to pay every bill under the sun. I knew how to work a double and a triple shift. I knew what having children looked like. I knew what single parenthood. I understood a lot of things about being an adult that was way before the time. I didn't understand what it meant to be a wife. Not in the sense that I would dream about being. So Mm. I think it's just a case by case basis. And if she felt like that relationship was not the one for her to stay forever, I applaud her. It is what it is. And because a bitch like me would have said yes. I ain't going right. to tell that lie. <laughs> yes. But see, that's the thing. He like, the you, right man like, at the wrong time. Pick the shoe off the floor. I'm saying yes. I, I didn't even know what he asked me. But getting the right man at the wrong time is just like getting the wrong man. That's It's really the same. That is true. You're going to run through it and then you're still not going to have him at the end of it. You're going to be divorced. You're going to be somewhere lonely. Again, starting over. And I think about that, actually. So that's my little come to Jesus moment now that I'm 30, uh, a beautiful, hot 31. (coughs) 35. Bless her heart. So now uh, I'm not a man. I don't sit and think about like, oh, all of my homies are getting married or all of my homies are having babies. I don't think about that because most of my friends already have children or were already married. But I do think to myself sometimes, have I passed up on my love? Like, did I meet the right man at what I thought was the wrong time? And now is he going to circle back around? Like, Lord, because you said what you have for me is for me. Is he coming back? Because I think I was ready now. (laughs) Like, 
like, I don't know. So that's, that's my only moment sometimes that I'll have where I'll be thinking like, dang. Well, I do think sometimes women, I ain't gonna say men, but I do think women sometimes act like there's an endless supply, right? Like they can just keep, I don't know, I won't settle. I'm not settling. Da, 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 da. Like everybody is settling, ma'am. He just like he <laughs> might settle. He's going to be settling for something as it relates to you as well. I just think if you get too rigid, thinking mm. that you know another ship is gonna pass in the night, you're gonna be on the sitting on the dock of the bay. But I think I might time. be Otis. <laughs> Otis. Wasting I might be sitting on the dock of somebody's <laughs> bay. And I don't like that word, that subtle word. I don't, it don't sit well with my spirit. Okay. I don't like the S word. Let's not say that. I will make some adjustments. I will not be settling for shit. Okay. I'm just not going to do Well, it. okay. So maybe that's, maybe that's it. Maybe we need to change the word. It's not so much settling, but you realize that you, there's enough in this person to stop here. Like you, I, I'm okay stopping here. Settle does, like you said, doesn't sound like the right word. This ain't a settlement like in a lawsuit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there are no cash prizes. Exactly. You know, right. I just think we need to say, okay, you know, you have a lot of the things, the qualities that I'm looking for. I know I have a lot of qualities that you're looking for. I feel like I'm, I can be comfortable here. I don't want to say settle. Like settlement, like when the, they came over and took uh, the land from the Native Americans. Oh, right. yeah. so that was I don't like the S word. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound well with the word. That's what we need to do. We need to change that's the word. It it's a lot of times where the wording just don't be right. It don't be right, and that's why we can't get on board. We can't get on. We can't get on track. Can't, can't get on the good foot. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for each of you, I would say I'm going to give you from one decade to the next. So for mm-hmm. you, EJ, from your 20s to your now 30s, and then yeah. for you, Ben, from your 30s to your now 40s, name one thing that you have kind of relinquished like it's like you know what i thought this was really important in finding a mate i really did but now it really it really don't matter why you got to be hitting people with these hard questions because the topic is whether or not time it matters and some time didn't pass so i'm trying to figure out what you done done with your time what have you done with your time time has passed it really has okay it has Well, considering that I came from a very, I guess, religious background, you know, I think that I have, I'm not as rigid as I used to be because I've come into my own about who God is to me and what he expects of me and the way in which I'm supposed to move, if that makes sense. So I'm not there's like, it doesn't have to be like, he got to go to church. He got to do this. He got to do that. Da, 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 da. I just think if he believes in a higher power, you know, that matters to me versus I know so many people that go to church or are constantly reading the word, but don't practice it. Mm. And that, that's, that ain't going to work for me. I want, if you're going to stand 10, 10 toes down in something, I, that's what I want it to be. I don't want you pushing for me to go to church, but you don't practice none of that. And so previously you were more rigid in the sense of he's got to do this, this, and this as it relates to religion. Now yes. you relax those things. I've definitely relaxed that. And there's just other things that I, you know, have experienced in my life that I, I guess, experienced shame around. 
that I, again, because of the religious doctrine, and I don't necessarily believe that anymore to where I hold myself to that, I guess, shame anymore. I've kind of relinquished it. Now, obviously, I don't share all my views with my family because, again, some people are just too deep within. They're just not going to be able to see a different perspective, right? But I just think as I've done more outside study, as I've, you know, been away from that influence because most of my family is in Michigan while I'm here in Georgia. I've kind of come into my own understanding of some things and kind of just doing what works for me. I do think sometimes families, they mean well, but they overstep boundaries. And mm. so you have to really have boundaries in place when it comes to your relationships so that you're, again, you're, you just have your own influence on things versus what other people have told you you should be doing, if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what I think. Hmm. I'm definitely not as rigid as I used to be. And you know that, Luana. If you oh, remember, I know. I was just going to let you tell the Thank you. She <laughs> loves to get on me. You remember that miss you had? Listen, y'all see my shirt? I love the Lord, okay? We know. I love the Lord. I, 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 but I stand 10 toes down. I said what I said. Yes, EJ had a whole checklist, check box, all of the above. I was like, girl, and I'm a Christian friend. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> there's some stories in the Bible that say you got to have a little patience. It's not going to look like that all the time. It's no, it's not. not. No, it's not. But I, don't I also okay. think you can't stew for too long in things, like when things don't work out. I think a lot of times we're so quick to be like, oh, I need, I don't need to date no more. I'm going to take a break. And then before that break turns into two years, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think okay. you do have to make a decision to move on. I think a lot of women put their eggs in too many, their eggs in one basket instead of enjoying dating, you know? So when I finally got, I guess, kicked into dating, because between Luana, Katrina, and all of my other friends that was like, you never get on a date, because I had not, probably hadn't been on a date in, whew, six, seven years before I got back out there. And and, and just be, I, I just, (laughs) I just immersed myself in motherhood and working, you know? So one day my son was just kind of like, mom, you need to get out the house. Like I I was smothering my child to the point, taking him to concerts all the time and different things or whatever. And I realized I just had an epiphany one day that he not, or as Luana would say that the pizza man wasn't going to knock down the door, you know? (laughs) So I had to kind of like put myself out there, you know, plus living all the way in the burbs. Most of the men in the burbs is married. So, you know, I had to really get out there, you know, and not be afraid to actually just experience some things. Of course, there's been some heartbreaking things like that. That's to be expected. Mm -hmm. But again, not letting it paralyze to the point where, again, you wake up and then you're 40 and you're still single, if that's what you desire to not be single. I know I I am the 40-year-old that's single. I will tell you. I, I think I, I've always had this vision, like I'm going to be somewhere and I'm going to just meet this dude and it's going to be awesome. And we just going to kick it and it's going to be everything. That shit don't happen. It's in movies. You watch movies. You watch <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Ben. You're not going to come for my... Whoa. That is not where I saw... You took me up just to bring me slap down. <laughs> Do me like that. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. Okay, I'm... How's that working out though, Wanda? <laughs> we flying high over here. Don't do that, EJ. Okay. Don't okay. attack me. Don't okay. attack me. I'm saying. I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Carry on though. I'll, I'll 
just told that part. I, I, I heard what you said. Okay, so from 30 to now 40, this is the look? This is what we got? This is the outlook? No, I, I went through a lot. My last relationship was trash. And it, it was all those things. We met in a bar. It was cool. I was like, he's cool. He's really cool. That nigga was crazy. It was crazy. So does that mean that the journey can't happen the way... I mean, instead of me, you got maybe I won't meet the next one in a bar. Maybe I'll meet the next one at Kroger. Maybe it's better, you know. In the, I always thought it would happen country. like that. <laughs> but it didn't, you know. Y'all got weird I'm things. still I open. Never, I never thought no, it was. I'm, I'm still open. I'm still open. I just don't have that same Joan vision. I ain't got Joan vision. Mm, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, I don't have anymore. It's more realistic. Like, because it can still go down like that. I don't know how it's going to go down. It's going down like that. Okay. So what's the more realistic view that you now have at 40 something? I'm, I'm... <laughs> it's going to be one of my bill collectors. And I'm going to be what? like, nice voice. Just... <laughs> Not the bill collector. So right quick, after you get you on my credit card, what are you doing at work? He worked for Navient. He worked. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I, I'm with that one. I was going to connect. Okay, he can press a few buttons and we can all be great. Right, listen. Like, do what the the hackers refuse to do for the culture. Yeah, please. Yeah. Do something useful. Okay. Get rid of it all, please. All right. Tomorrow, let me wake up and not have no debt. So I'm going to be like, let me, yes. Listen here. I'm going to run around this house like I got the Holy Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to so do, Biden? Well, you know midterms is coming up. I'm watching you. <laughs> Joe sleep. Okay. Oh, Joe, Joe been sleep since four. Okay. That reminds me. I, there was here. a pickup truck in front of me while I was going to get gas, and I just knew it was going to say Trump 2024 or whatever, and it said, fuck Biden. And I fell <laughs> out. Oh, no. Biggest day. I was crying. You don't got to do him like, like that. Oh, wow. Like, he got it. He meant that thing on the like back that. of the red pickup truck. You mean that from the bottom of your he soul? Meant that. You he, meant he, all of that. He's definitely not into Biden. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> not at all. Okay, okay. All right, Miss Fails. What what have you learned from twenty to thirty in this this or as you would call the cyanide filled pool? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what um, she said last episode. Yeah, the cyanide filled pool. That's what she said. It's, Throw, it's no, no. What you kept saying? Throw baby. Oh yeah, it's a lot of throat babies out here, and I, oh, yeah. I, I know I learned that that is not my lane. At a very early, I mean, it's just not my lane. So I would say, I guess, from twenty to twenties to thirties, I have learned to appreciate the little things. I think before I. I Listen now, I still am very much a romantic at heart. I'm still with the whole, I'm a, you a bird, I'm a bird. That's me all day. I still, y'all talking about feeding them on the fruit aisle in Kroger. I think I'm going to be walking down the beach in an exotic land in a two-piece. He's going to come up out the water glistening and be like, you are who I have been waiting on. So don't crush my dreams about how well, we're going to I still stand behind that. But I have learned to appreciate the My face things. will not let me hide what I'm thinking, so. What else? <laughs> I have learned to appreciate the little things. So whereas before I was very much, I don't know. I, 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 I like, can you just be sane? Can hey. you just be a good person? Hey, be nice. Can we communicate and it not 
just 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 be a dis like a non meeting of the mind. Like, can you just have them all together? All here, we here and we here. Like, I just so I've learned to appreciate the very very small things. I think before I was thinking on a more grand scale, mm-hmm. kind of like I, I don't know. Bring me somebody that I can build a home with. Bring me, which I still want those things, but I think I was giving less weight to the smaller things. And now I think I'm giving more weight to the smaller things and less weight to the bigger things because if the smaller things fall in place, then perhaps we together will practice the spirit of gratefulness and come mm-hmm. together and do something great. Okay. So, okay. But again, okay. if you see me at 69, mind your business because he met all <laughs> he met all the little things and the little things at that point will be was he there in vegas at 5 p.m like <laughs> for him to be okay <laughs> i cannot yeah <laughs> and i learned and i learned get you somebody this is what i really did learn from 20 to 30 i learned you need somebody strong okay I was trying to date people. It didn't matter the type, the size, the body. No, because I got plantar and I couldn't make it up to my apartment door. Like I could not get up the stairs. Had it not been for my ex being able to carry me up those stairs, it would have been a a longer journey than it already was. So that's one thing we want. You got to have a strong back. You got to have a strong back, strong shoulders. Yeah, got to hit that gym. Just got to. I mean, you ain't got to be on a Schwarzenegger, but you, I mean, you got to be able to at least carry Please me up the threshold. You know, I feel like I want somebody that has the same kind of goals, like, yeah, because as you age, you have to take care of yourself and be more active. So that would be something that I would, yeah, definitely. For definitely. sure. Definitely. So have oh, you yeah. been, been dating since you've been in Atlanta or you haven't decided to dip your toes in the watering hole, if you will? Definitely. Get to that wall. <laughs> You got to get that water. Um, I've had tons of water. <laughs> All right, now. I heard that. He said, we ain't parched out here. This ain't SpongeBob, and I ain't in Sandy's bubble. You got me. Uh, you heard it. <laughs> the only thing that stopped my whoring was COVID. So oh, I think everything happens for a reason. Because no, I, no, I can no, guarantee no. you, 2020 was about to mm, it was, mm. Oh, Okay. Okay. So would you say the dating scene in Atlanta has been better than Philly? It's about the same. I think it's different down here because it's like such a community of brothers that are like dating. So it's not like you just have a certain enclave. You know, Atlanta is black as hell. So you can go anywhere and meet anybody at any time. Hence the fantasy. So I'm getting back out there now. Like I was like on lockdown because of the pandemic because I uh, have two roommates. So I didn't want to be out too much. But now as we like come out of everything, it's kind of like, all right, you know, I can go back out there, meet some people. You know, I'm sure there's some good brothers down here. So, so you're more so, you like to meet people in person. You're not necessarily somebody who would be on the apps. Right? Oh, I, I can't, I can't do the apps. The apps are a dirty, <laughs> dirty place. And I was solicited. <laughs> I was, this one dude, he was like, yeah, I'm only around the corner. I was like, all right, cool. Do you think you have a couple dollars? I was like, no. I know I have a couple, but I also know this conversation ends here. <laughs> it's like this is over. I do have a couple dollars for myself. Right. So, what do you what do you mean? So, for to get some have tacos? a good day. Have a good day. <laughs> have a nice life. Okay. Yeah, that that's a weird one. 
it's okay. it's interesting out here. Like dating is different. <laughs> I mean, especially like as you age, because like I never thought that I was old until I tried to start to like talk to some of these young motherfuckers. Yeah, oh babies. <laughs> not. These little motherfuckers. Uh huh. Like, you forty. When your AARP card coming? Let's go to Denny's. Oh, like. just disrespectful. You got me fucked up. We'll fight. I'll fight wow. you. Wow. Because I know y'all young bucks can't fight. We'll fight. Yeah, you can't <laughs> and can't. Wow. Not the AARP card. Just, yeah. that's, that's Disrespect. <laughs> oh, they never said that, but that's how they make me feel. Like, I need a cane. Like, I'm so oh, feeling. Wow. Picture it. Philly, uh, 1922. <laughs> like, no. Heard good things about the dating scene in Philly. Like, have you or have I haven't you heard, heard oh. good things? Oh, you haven't heard good things? I haven't heard good things oh, in the sense that, um, like for instance, I guess with Atlanta, Atlanta is known for, I guess, a, a level of professional women and men, you know what I'm saying? So, um, that whole hood in the dating is a little bit different, if that makes sense. Real... It's, it's, it's a fist hood. It's oh. shadow. Mm -hmm. Right, 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 right. Whereas uh, I feel like if, in Philly, you might you might get shot on on the wrong day. You know what I'm saying? Not to say you couldn't get shot here, but just there's some, I don't know how how would you say there are more? I guess I'm trying to be because I don't know enough about Philly to speak on it. I like I hate when people speak on my city if I mean... they're not from there. I'm, I'm gonna say just say what you say, and then I'll um. He can correct you, of course. Okay. It's, it's, so, it's do you feel good. like people yeah. are getting into successful long-term relationships in Philly? I think after a couple of maybe missteps, people are more focused on the family and the success of the relationship when they age. Okay. Cause I can use like people that I've known, like one of my um one of my best friends, uh, her brother, he just recently got married. And this is a dude that I never thought was gonna get married, but mm. he got a wife, he got a kid, he been through some stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like he's had his fair share of relationships, but you know, I just think it, I really do think it has to do with aging. I really do. Hmm. I think it does. I know there's one brother down here. He was on um one of the apps and he like kept meeting all these women and they were all like professional women. Mm -hmm. But there's like so many of them. It's like, who do you focus on? Like, do I focus on her because she got this? Do I focus on her because she got this? I really think that dating as a whole, just across the board in America, is just fucked up. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's different in Philly. I don't think it's different here. I think it's just people are looking for something. And especially after the pandemic, when we had to be alone all that time, you have all these thoughts in your head like, well, what am I going to do next? What am I doing with my life? Blah, blah, blah. I think that dating is probably more heightened now because we're now back out. You know, mm -hmm. we outside, outside again. Mm -hmm. But across the board, I think it just de depends on the individual. And I really do think age has to do with it. Because I know I would be more inclined to be in something long-term now than I was back in my 30s. But that's only because of everything that I've been through. Mm. Well, that, that, that probably has some truth to it because my fiance is 42. Okay. So, um, but he was married partially in his 32. So he okay. was, she was about 34 and then got divorced. So 
to your point, it, I think age does have something to do with it. I also think it's, it's the profession that you're in. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're like, my, for instance, my fiance is military, and I feel like military men tend to be more focused on being in long-term relationships, whether okay. that's marriage or, you know, just in a long-term relationship. Whereas I feel like if you're in college or, you know, still trying to get yourself together, you might not be ready to be settled with just one person. Um, yeah. Or if you're on the grind, the hustle, a lot of times that just, it doesn't work to be in a relationship. And it irritates, I'm going to just pause and, and weigh in. It really irritates me that that's okay. Like that's an okay thing for men. Oh, I was on the grind. I wasn't ready. So now I'm 40 and I'm ready. But when women, we don't get that same saving grace. We don't get that same, if I'm on my grind from 15 to 30, and then I'm 35 looking for a husband, I'm now damaged goods or I'm my stock has decreased in a sense. I do, I do hate wild. that. I do hate that. I do hate that because yeah. it's like, a lot, it's a lot of brothers that go through the same exact shit. And they're going through the same experiences as y'all, heartache, betrayal, all this other stuff. But because you're women, you get that stigma attached to it because they think you're like emotional and all that. And that's bullshit. I think right. that's yeah. bullshit. I think that double standard is bullshit. Because I know a, a ton of dudes that have been through a whole lot of shit and they should all be in their own Terry McMillan novel. <laughs> Not Terry McMillan. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> and if you got time to get your shit together, I should have time to get my shit together. Exactly. Without you looking at me like, oh, you 35. Why did everybody pass up on you? Or why mm. you ain't got kids? What Niggas, because I couldn't table. afford them. I was they love that what, the what same you way you were working. I was working. I like nice shit. <laughs> 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 What we talking Where's about? The snacks? <laughs> I like the good snacks. I like the bougie snacks. The pirate's booty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's let's try to rework rewrite that narrative, guys, for the culture. Can y'all yeah. please, please? Because every woman does not wake up dreaming this Cinderella dream. When I turn 18, he gonna come find me. This, you know, I, I blame the fairy tales. Let's get some new ones because mm. I'm sick of goddamn Rapunzel. I'm sick of goddamn Snow White, Cinderella, all that shit. That's not the goal all the time for everybody. That's Once true. you done been up That's there true. in that damn tower for some years not working and you ain't found them, sis, it's time to get your ass down and get to work. Go to work. Get your own bricks. Not Pick up your own, own sticks. <laughs> you know what? We're going to come up with a children's book. That's what we going to do. That's next. Oh, my God. That's next. That's on the well, I mean, Disney has been going the route more so of empowerment in there. Not, you know, this princess trope where, you know, you're waiting for somebody to save you. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what the Moana and what's the other but one? See, that, that ain't gonna work. Well, what would you prefer? Disney not gonna work for our culture because we canceled them a while ago. Once they cancel Raven, we canceled them. So now <laughs> we don't have to work on it. Ben, ain't this your element? We gonna get, we gonna... I, I mean, look, I, I'm 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 all about I'm a super nerd, so it would be nice to have a franchise with a whole bunch of black characters that got superpowers, like just fighting. I'm into that. It don't have to come. A black from Disney. Disney Plus, yeah. Come this from is us. true. This when is true. Disney Plus, we're gonna be Disney melanated. <laughs> we're gonna come up with something. We we finna well nah, cause she you know <laughs> EJ's a trademark attorney. She's gonna be like, nope, that's too close. We're gonna get to it. Very too close. I, I know a little bit. Absolutely. You know me, friend. You know me, friend. <laughs> I felt that. I felt the lawyer tingle. I, I felt it. It's okay. We're gonna come up with something though, Ben. The creative team, we're gonna get together. I'm yes, ready. Let's do it. All right. So <laughs> the last thing I want to discuss before we go. Have most of you seen the video of the young lady who was who got arrested by the police officer for n refusing to sign the ticket? So 
So what happened is this young lady and her boyfriend were out of town. They had Ohio place on their car, right? And they were, it was like almost 12 o'clock a.m. or whatever. They in the park. You know how I go. You you know, you chill in front of the car. You got the music going. You know, one of the yeah. romantic tropes y'all was looking for, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the police pulls up on them. And he says, hey, the park is closed. You know, it's after hours. You're not supposed to be here. So instead of just letting them go, he decides that he's going to run their, their IDs. So he asks them both for IDs, goes back to the car, runs in trying to check for warrants or whatever, comes mm. back and he actually is giving them tickets, right? Mm -hmm. Now, again, they were not from Georgia, clearly, because they had Ohio Place. They didn't know that the park was closed after 11 o'clock or whatever. So the gentleman, he's reading the ticket and he's like, do I have to sign this? He says, if you don't sign it, you're going to go to jail. So he goes ahead and he signs the ticket, right? The girl mm -hmm. is standing over next, next to the car. So she comes, he calls her over and he says, hey, I'm giving you a citation. And she was like, what's your name? Like, you mm -hmm. know, asking for his badge number or whatever. And as she's asking for it, she walks back to the car. So I don't know if she heard him. So she comes back over to the car and asks him again. And then at this point, he's getting, uh, he's getting upset. His name's Officer Brooks. And so when she asked him again, he got upset. But he said, are you going to sign the ticket? And instead of saying no, she kept asking him more questions. And at that point, he just got irritated and decided he was going to arrest her. That's crazy. So he, she's getting ready to try to put her hand behind her back. And she's like, officer, I'm going to sign the ticket. What I mean, I don't understand what's happening. Before you know it, she's on the ground. Her head wrap has been knocked off. She's crying. I mean, oh. it was a whole to do over that she would didn't sign this ticket. And I just was kind of oh. curious if you guys had saw it and what you thought. Because obviously the video has gone viral. Mm. Of course, the Atlanta Police Department has decided they're going to back their officer, you know, saying that he didn't do anything wrong. It was within his discretion to go ahead and arrest her. She didn't comply. It was just, it just looked bad. Obviously, it was, it was a black officer, a black, oh. man, a black man, and, you know, it, it was, just, it just didn't look good. You know, like, again, they're from out of town. I'm like, are you trying to be the quota this year? Or, you oh, know what I'm saying? Like, I usually, when they give you tickets for silly stuff like that, to me, is because they're trying to meet a quota. Mm. I, I just was kind of taken aback by that. I didn't know that this took place. Like, was it sometime last week? Did it happen? Like, oh, this recently? was recent, within the within this month. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I... Yeah, it didn't, didn't look good at all. Well, I still haven't seen the actual footage, but as I said, when you first told me about the story, <clears throat> I don't know where in Georgia violating a city ordinance like being in the park after dark is an arrestable offense. Mm -hmm. So what I believe happened is he may have given, and it's not illegal to not sign the ticket. I don't have to sign anything. I do think that what may have happened, perhaps the officer was having a bad day and when he asked her to sign and she wouldn't, or asked her to comply with anything small and she didn't, it could be something like step to your left. You decide not to do that, then boom, you're slapped with an obstruction of justice charge, which is an arrestable offense. Oh. So I say all that to say from a legal perspective as a criminal defense attorney, obviously I don't like to hear these types of stories. These are the types of stories that I would take all the way to trial mm -hmm. to make a mockery of the situation just because you got to cut it out. Mm -hmm. um, you, you, I understand that you don't, I don't, I didn't watch the video. So again, I take pause in saying or giving a full opinion on it outright. That is my opinion that I don't know 
being in a, a park after dark to be an arrestable offense, number one. So I take issue with the fact that she was arrested if that's the only thing she she or they were doing wrong. He he arrested her because she wouldn't sign the ticket. When she refused okay, to sign that's not an arrestable that, offense. That, that's, that's not, not even arrested her for, not the ticket itself. I'm... He was saying that when you don't sign the ticket, something to do with bond or something. I forgot what he said, but you need to watch the video. I just thought it was interesting, again, watching this couple like anybody else does, go into mm -hmm. the park and you're just hanging out. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You're having a little romantic moment and all of a sudden it turns into this. Like, I know that wasn't on their bingo board for visiting Atlanta. Not well, I can tell you who bingo board is about to be on. Ben Crump or yeah, well, Lee whoever, the, whoever the Lee other Merritt. one is. Lee it's Merritt. about to be all over their bingo board, I'm sure. Lee Merritt is on it. He is Lee now Merritt. the civil rights See? attorney for the young lady in that situation it just it was it was i couldn't watch the rest of it just watching her crying and you know him having her on the ground she's in a dress she had a head wrap on she had short hair so it got knocked off it was a lot going on it sounds know? like uh, it just escalated and didn't have to be a thing at all it didn't at all it didn't I, I mean my thing is again they were from out of town he kept he kept talking about there's been homicides within the parks or whatever and so that's why they're enforcing this rule that they normally, you know, usually if they see you and you're not doing anything wrong, they they go about their business. That is so dumb. I get tired of them just treating us like we're not human. And it's, again, this is a black officer, so I don't know. It, again, oh, white no, supremacy no. doesn't work without, you know, black participation. Yeah. And I don't think he would have done that if she was white. I don't. Oh, hell no. No. He's the overseer. He's yeah. the officer. He's the overseer. So, yeah. So I don't know, it just kind of left a, a weird vibe for me as mm -hmm. of late, you know, because everything when we are so desensitized a little bit. And then every once in a while, there's that one video that it surprises me. And this is mm -hmm. one of those that surprises me. I Rarely you see too much with, you know, black women, I suppose, than you do with black men. But also, again, the officer being black and a, apparently a couple people that we know knew the officer. So... They were just saying basically that he had a bad day. So I don't know. It was just weird. And I just it's figured I would um to visit that before we go. But I would like to have you on the show again, Ben. This was awesome. I would love to talk with you time. about some more shows that we feel like have aged well, you know? And just to see, well, let, us, let the people know where they can see you. Talk about Southwest Syrup. We go oh, yes. kind of on last show. Yes, yes, yes. Southwest Syrup is... Me and my business partner, his name is Alan Holmes. Shout out to Alan. Hello. What up, Alan? Alan, that's my man. We came up with these lines of simple syrups that lead, led to us like growing our own produce. So now we're like just we're bartenders. We have products to sell. We have produce to sell. It's continuously growing. We're coming up on a whole year since we like started the idea. So Yay, if you want to check us out, check out our journey. It's www.southwestsyrup.com. And on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, it's at Southwestern. So check and us out. And we will make sure we have all of that awesome. information in the description box. Tell them who you are, Miss Phil. Well, first I want to say, speaking of buying Black and buying local, once you check out Southwest Syrup, also get into it. You see my shirt. It says, God is dope. This is a Black clothing line designed by Mr. Sherrod Simpson. He mm -hmm. is an Atlanta local ATL. What a so if you're listening no. and you want to sponsor us, we're here for it, Mr. Sherrod. Hello. <laughs> but also, Hello. I will not forget to shout out to my Black-owned business, also based in Atlanta, Georgia. I service Atlanta and the surrounding metro. That is right. Clayton, Cobb, 
DeKalb, Fulton, and Gwinnett. It is the Fells Firm where advocacy is a priority. We specialize in criminal defense, but we do a lot of other stuff too. Hit us up if you need to. Hopefully you will not. 404-610-8677. www.thefellsfirm.com. Nice. Yeah, girl, EJ of EJ Lee Law Practice, where the model is to be referee whistle official with your intellectual property and your business here in Georgia. We've got some things coming up with live classes, and we're going to be talking about getting your trademarks together. Like, I want to make sure that people are straight out here so they don't get their stuff snatched right from under them, especially for our Black people. It is August. It is Black Business Month, so support a Black business this month. absolutely so again you can hit me up at 678-343-2799 and our website is ejleelaw.com all right guys and this has been another episode of atl watering hole this is going to be a live uh episode so we'll have this on the youtube channel so you can as well as the audio on our podcast and so this is going to be the end of season two. So we're going to start season three on our next it's episode. Congratulations, ladies. We've been doing this for a while. I mean, you know, even though there is some cyanide in the water, I do feel like we're giving people a, a different piece of the water, you know? you know, we're trying, to, we're trying to help you navigate the water. That's right. The, exactly. Know? Give your pontoon boat, you know, yeah. to get through. Yeah. Get some of the weeds out the way. <laughs> You need a hazmat suit, but okay. Yeah, but it's yeah. okay. It's going to be all right. It's been real, y'all. We it's love you. Real. We want to hear from you. Yes, we do. All right. all right, y'all. It's EJ and your girl, Luana. Thank you for listening to another episode of ATL Watering Hole. Please rate, review, and, and subscribe. subscribe.